the amazing worship team, just uh, for the environment that they give us. Um, just want to give hands down for our worship team. Um, okay, there we go. Let me get this thing on right. You, you know, um, like Mike is talking about, we're going we're, we're gonna to start a series called Connect, and I'm excited because uh, just as much as we want to connect with God, we want to connect with each other, and um, I'm just really excited that we're starting this series. Uh, if you're new here, we want you to feel that you can connect, not just with God, but here as a family, as a church. You know, this is, this is really home for, for Yvonne and I and our family. This is home away from home. And uh, this, this church has, has changed us. It's transformed us in, in many ways. And so we're extremely grateful. Uh, I, I've been married five years, so I'm, I'm ahead of Mike. Uh, where's my wife? My wife over there? It's my wife over there, way over there in the corner. And so... Um, you know, I, I want to share the Bible with you this morning. Is that all right? Is that cool? And so we're going to go to Matthew chapter 20. Matthew's gospel. Uh, this is a very well-known parable we're going to look at. So we're going to read 16 verses, and then we're going to get going. You guys alive? Okay, good. So this is the parable. It's called the, the workers in the vineyard. And it says, Jesus says, it says, for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers of the of his vineyard. When he had agreed with laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the, his vineyard. It says, then he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go in the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went and again he went about, he went about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and he did likewise. About the eleventh hour he went out and found the others standing idle and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever's right, you will receive. So evening came and, and the owner of the, of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. When they who were hired about the 11th hour came, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, but each of them likewise received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, these last worked one hour, only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the heat of the day? But he answered to one of them, he says, friend, am I doing you no wrong? I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me, uh, Denarius? He says, take what is yours and go your way. I will give to this last one even as I give to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? And then Jesus says, he says, so the last will be first and, and, the, and, the, and, the, last, and the first last. For many are called, but few are, are chosen. I want to title this talk this morning. Uh, this is kind of going to be my own like point this morning. It's kind of like the thesis is the only premise of the talk this morning. Uh, I want to title this talk this morning, Don't Take What Is Yours. Don't Take What Is Yours. Will you turn to your neighbor and say, don't take it? Will you turn to your other neighbor and say, you don't either? <laughs> will, you, will you pray with me? Let's just let's pray before we get started. Uh, Heavenly Father. Uh, I just want to thank you so much just, um, just for your presence, 
and your wisdom. It's amazing what you've already done already this morning. Holy Spirit, help us to see Jesus. We need Jesus. We know if we, if we see Jesus that we'll never be the same again. And so, God, as we, we start this series, I pray that we can connect, not just with you, but with each other, Lord. just want to thank you for this time. In your son's name I pray. Amen. Amen. My wife uh, of five years, uh, we have this contest, okay? It's a very kind of unspoken contest, but it's, it's very legitimate. It's very real. It's, it's, we don't really communicate it, but it's a contest nonetheless. And, and so my wife and I, we have this contest, and the way this contest goes is that whenever we're in a fight, whenever we're in an argument, which kind of only happens like once a day, you know? I'm just joking. <laughs> Don't judge me. And so we'll be like in the heat of this argument, and, and Yvonne, she, she's very emotional and outspoken, and, and my disposition is more meek, mild, and Christ-like, you know? Stop. And so, uh, and so we'll be in the heat of this argument, and, um, you know, like veins popping, and like, this is ridiculous. I don't, I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. And then the way this contest goes is... Whenever we're in a fight or in the middle of a fight or after a fight, whoever says, will you forgive me first, wins and is officially the most spiritual person of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what we learned through pre-marriage counseling uh, before we got married, thanks to the Newfields. Thank you very much. You know, they taught us, don't let the sun go down before your wrath. You know, resolve things quickly. And so we learned this. And, and so we'll be in the fight and typically... Yvonne wins this contest, and I know you're shocked, right? And so, but, but I'll admit, you know, I will admit that Yvonne's a more spiritual person than I am. I mean, she, she's a better person. She's a better human. It just is what it is. I, I married way out of my league. Thank you very much. And so typically, yes, she, 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 she wins this contest. But, but my issue is I don't like how she, she, how she fights. I don't like how she, she wins this contest. I don't think she fights fair. Because we'll be, like, in the middle of this argument and, like, again, high octane, like, veins popping, like, you know, I think it's just ridiculous. I don't feel like you're understanding what I'm saying. And she'll just drop it, will you forgive me? And I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. You know, wait a minute. I mean, no, I mean, yes, like, you can't just drop in, will you forgive me? Like, we aren't done working this out. I mean, I don't think it's fair, right? I don't think it's right. You get to hurt me and, and you get to belittle me. And this drop in, will you forgive me? And everything's supposed to be like hunky-dory, like peaches and cream, right? It's like, no, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you, and then I'll forgive you, right? It's like, I, like I'm down here, I'm in pain, I'm, I'm going to bring you down to where I am, where you have to wallow and, and grovel and feel the pain you inflicted on me, and then I'll forgive you, right? Don't, don't judge me. I mean, this is... I'm just, being, I'm just being honest, you know? You know? I know it sounds sadistic. I know it sounds sinister, but this is real. You heard me. I'm a grown man, you know? This ain't a joke. This ain't a game. And so I want you to feel the pain that I feel. And once you feel, the, uh, feel that pain, then I'll forgive you, right? Then I will generously and willingly forgive you. You're, you're absolved. Can anybody relate to what I'm talking about? Okay, good, like a couple of you guys. Great, great. I mean, the, the, the truth is, it, it's pretty indicative, I mean, to, to our human nature. 
Here, I'm going to grab this mic over here because this keeps on bothering me. Can you hear me? There we go. The truth is, it's pretty indicative to our human condition, you know? I mean, it's just our, our tendency. Like, we, 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 want what, we want justice when it serves us. And then we want grace when justice doesn't serve us. I mean, I want justice, you know? Like, I want justice for husbands everywhere, you know? I, I don't even know why you shared that. It just came out of my heart right there. <laughs> hey, husbands, you know, together we stand, you know? Together we stand, together we go down, you know? But um, I'm going to pay for that moment right there. But, but, but I want justice. I want what's fair. I want what's right. I'm an American for crying out loud, you know? I want what's fair. This, this, this value system, this paradigm, this perspective that many of us, you know, think in, in, on planet Earth doesn't serve us well when we, when we begin to follow Jesus. It doesn't serve us well when we enter into his domain called a kingdom. You know, every king has a kingdom, and, and you can't have a kingdom without a king. And Jesus is king. God is king. He has a domain. He, he has a rule. He has a reign. He has a culture. And so the, 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 the disciple Peter in the Bible you know, one of Jesus' followers, he opens his big mouth right before we get to, to, to Matthew chapter 20, the parable we just read. And so he goes to Jesus and he says, hey, hey Jesus, I got a quick question. Um, you know, we pretty much left everything to follow you. What are you going to do for me? I mean, I know everything was going good. I got my whole fishing business and I, I left that for you. So what are you going to do for me? And so Jesus, he's like, okay, you guys, um, let me give you a metaphor Okay, because I don't think you understand how I think. I don't think you understand how God thinks. And so let, let me, let me kind of explain this, how God's domain is, how his culture is. And so let, let me tell you a story here. He says there's this landowner, and he has a vineyard. And so, so far, so good, okay? God's liking to a landowner who has a vineyard. Hello, party, right? Vineyards are awesome, parties, celebrations. So love the metaphor, Love, love, love the parable. So far, so good. And he says this landowner, he, he has this vineyard, and, and, and he wants to hire uh, laborers to, to, to help out with the vineyard. And so he goes early on to, to the city square to, to hire the, these group of dudes that get hired, okay? And so in, in, this, in, in this story, he says that he goes out multiple times to hire different employee groups. There's, there, there's, there's five employee groups that he hires, five. Now, out of this five employee groups, one of these groups ha has a contract, has an agreement. Uh, they agree to a particular pay. That it's the one that comes early in the morning. They, they agree, hey, for 12 hours, we will work for one denarius. And so the, the other employee groups, what, what does the landowner say? He says, hey, whatever's right, whatever's fair, I'm going to give you. And they're like, cool, I'm just happy to have a job. Let's do this. Now, everything's going great. I mean, everything's going, things going fine until Jesus says, you know, it's the end of the day, and he tells his steward, hey, let's, 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 let's pay these guys. He says, but hold on a second. Before we, we pay them, let's pay them different. Let's, let's pay these guys backwards. Let, let's pay the, the last one we hired first, and so on, and so on, and so on. And so I can kind of picture the scene here, you know, 
you know, you got these, these, these employee groups, all five of them, and, and, and this, the steward goes up to, to, the, to the last group that was hired who only worked one lousy hour and says, hey, thank you for your work, and here's a denarius. Now, this group over here, I mean, they're probably looking down. They're like, hello, we're about to get paid, right? Why? Because they're thinking in terms of fairness, equality. I, I'm a human being. And so the, the steward, he goes and he goes to, to the second group, to the third group, and to the fourth group, too. He comes to this final group here. Now, now it amazes me that this group doesn't, like, notice the trend, you know? Like, one Daenerys, one Daenerys, one Daenerys, one Daenerys. But this group's like, you know, we always think it's different for me. And it should be different for me. And so the steward comes to this group and says, hey, you know, appreciate your work. Here's a denarius according to the contract. And these guys are flabbergasted. Really? Oh, come on. You're going to make those guys equal to us? I said, hold on a second. I mean, isn't this what we, what we agreed upon? Isn't this what you signed up for? These guys are beside themselves. Why? Because this isn't logical. This doesn't make any sense. Those guys only worked an hour, probably not even a whole hour because they were hired in the, left, uh, in the 11th hour and then ended in the 12th hour, so they probably got like a solid like 35 minutes in. And you're going to give them a denarius and we bear the, the, the heat of the Middle Eastern sun and you're going to walk up in here and give us a denarius, please. I mean, we, we hear stories like this and we're like, aren't those guys not selfish? I mean, come on, they're selfish. We are these guys. Just FYI. I mean, this is how we think. Oh, come on, God. You know, I, I put a solid six months in Kingdom Kids. Should I have a job by now? God, I don't know if you know, but I put a solid 38 minutes of quiet time this morning. Hello. Right? I mean, there would there, be... Hey, you know one thing I noticed, like, you know, with the landowner and the steward, there, there would be no problem in this, in this story if they would have paid them in the normal way. There would be no drama. Because the, the, land, the steward would have came to the first group, the contract group, and just gave them their money, and, and they would just, like, see you later. They wouldn't even know. But, but, but the landowner, he's got some issues, you know. He says, hey, let's just pay them on purpose, you know. Let's just frustrate them. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced that God will bless other people in front of you on purpose. Like, has God ever, like, blessed you and, like, you were so happy he blessed you until he blesses someone else? Right? Like, hey, God, you know, we, you know, we, wanted, we got a cat. We thank you so much. We wanted a cat for so long. But, but John got a car? And you give us a cat? And John got a car? I mean, how, how liberating would it be if uh, we didn't have, like, inside information from, like, our fellow Christians and, like, coworkers and friends and family? I mean, isn't that the truth? I mean, all of a sudden, like, you'd be, you know, petting your cat, and then John comes along with his testimony, you know? Hey, man, I can't believe, you know, God blessed me with a car. It's, all, it's so awesome. It's like, what? <laughs> Serious? I mean, you, you've been a... You, You've been a Christian for like three years. I got like a solid 16. And you get the car? You get the job? You, you start dating? Right? I mean, 
We, we all love grace, right? Grace is awesome. We all love it until someone else gets like graced down the line, you know? And it's like, not him, God, not him, right? I mean, we, we all know that the, the, the way that God functions is uniquely, uniquely peculiar to the way that you and I think, right? We all know this. But I think sometimes we get so hung up in the kingdom culture where we, in ter- where we think in terms of what I have earned, what I have er- what I've deserved, the, the hours that I have logged. God, you don't know. And, and I'm just here to say that you don't want to go down that route. You, you don't want to go down that, that dark alley because it is lonely and is empty and then you eventually find out what you actually deserve. I mean, the Bible says, I mean, what, what you and I deserve, what the Bible says, it says that you and I, the wages of sin is death. So let's just all agree, this is not to think in terms of what I earned or what I de- deserve. Deal? I mean, life is better when you forget what you think you deserve. Amen? Can I get an amen to that? You know, it's funny, you know, we read these, these, these parables, these, these, these stories, and we're like, oh, man, isn't God awesome? It's like, yeah, but <laughs> kind of out there, you know? Like, kind of ridiculous, you know, like Luke 15, classic parable. Crazy, I mean, Jesus tells these three stories, and he's trying to explain to, you know, hey, uh, this is what I'm about. Hey, I, this is why I hang out with sinners. This is why I hang out with bad people. And the religious people, they don't understand it. And so he, he tells this story. He says there's this, there's this shepherd and, and then this woman and the shepherd has sheep and this woman has this coin collection and there's this dad who has two sons and he's trying to explain, hey, this is what I'm about. This is how I think. This is how God processes things. And, and, and we, we listen to these stories and we're like, oh, man, isn't God awesome? It's like, yeah, but kind of out there, you know. Like, for instance, the first story. The first story, you know, in, this, in, the, in the parable, Jesus says, hey, there's this shepherd, and he has like a hundred sheep. And he goes out and realizes that, you know, he's missing one. He's like, oh, well, I, like, where's, I have like 99. I wonder where the one went. Now, now I'm not, the, 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 you know, quick with math. I'm not the sharpest like Carola in the box. But, but I know that 99 is a greater sum than one. And so I'm, I'm with the 99. I mean, is that okay? Is that fair to say? I mean, like, 99, one is one. Oh, well, you know. But beside the fact, sheep are dumb. I mean, it's the own sheep's fault. Wanderer. But, but no, no, no. Jesus says God is like a shepherd. And, and he has 100 sheep. And he realized one day that he's missing one. And he, he risks 99 for one. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, who's with the 99? I mean, apparently God's math isn't effective. I mean, you're going to jeopardize the greater sum for one? I mean, the next story gets even crazier. There's this woman, and she has this coin collection, and she has ten of them, but she loses one. Again, nine is a greater sum than one. And it says in the original language that literally she is like tossing like cushions and couches around and like looking for this one coin and 
I begin to ask, like, okay, what happened to the other nine? I mean, did you put them in a safe place? We don't hear about the nine. It gets even more crazier. I mean, she's tossing all this stuff, looking for this one coin. She finds this one coin. Again, we don't hear about the nine. And she throws a party more than the coin that she found. I mean, we hear stories like this and like, oh, isn't God awesome? Like, what? Two plus two doesn't equal four with God. Like, what? I mean, what are we talking about? And the, and, and the grand finale, in terms of how God thinks and how he processes things, he, he tells a story about this dad who has two sons, and the younger one's an idiot, and, and he... He goes out and he asks for his dad's inheritance early and he goes out to these crazy cities and blows all of his dad's hard-earned money. And so he's a human, so he thinks in terms of what I deserved and what I earned. And so he's completely given up. He's completely advocated his right to be his son. And so he just wants to go back to his dad and just ask to get a job. He just wants to be one of his dad's hired men. And so we know the story. He's like preparing the speech to his dad just to get a job. And so the story goes, he's going to to see his dad. His dad sees him, runs to him, kisses him, and then puts jewelry on him and put like clothing on him and fixed filet mignon. What are we talking about? Is this guy a war hero or a complete idiot? Then he throws on, then he tells him, hey, you know, we're going to throw a party for you. We'll get your best DJ and we'll throw a party. And it's like, what? I mean, we're going to throw this guy a Rolls Bowl parade? And then in Christian, like, we, we hear about the, the, the older son. And we're like, what, what a, like, sour, like, bad guy. He's the only logical one in the story. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, he's the only one. It says he's going back to the house and he hears dancing and music. Friends, when you're hearing dancing and music from far off, people are getting down. I mean, this is beyond like electric slide. People are getting busy on the dance floor. And so naturally, the, the older son's undone. We make him to be mean. He's not mean, he's just reasonable. And so when I heard this story, you know, I, I've always thought like, at, at one point, at, at, what, at what point, did the, 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 you know, the son who's saying, you know, begging for a job. At one point is where he's asking his da- dad for a job is he's on the dance floor dancing. I want you to think about this. I mean, did it take one hour? I'll give you two, okay? I'll give you two hours. Probably had to get dressed and get ready, but he's not a girl, so he probably didn't take too long. And so, you know, he comes, he comes to his, his dad comes to him and says, here's some new clothes, you know? Go get dressed. We got a party for you. He's like, why? He's like, because I love you. He's like, it's going to be great. I got all your friends coming on. I mean, I want you to think about this. You know, he's coming out of the shower. He's, you know, getting ready. And he, he walks in, in this barn. And everybody, his friends are like, hey, man, what's up, bro? Good to see you. He's like, am I getting punked? Like, what's going on here? And, and the, you know, the DJ's like spinning his favorite tune. And all his friends are like, yeah, man, what's up? Good to see you, man. He's like dancing. It's like, what are we doing? You know, this is crazy. I mean, we hear stories like this, and we're like, wow, isn't God amazing? Yeah, <laughs> kind of wild, you know. Not really logical. That would be the gospel. Let me ask you a question. What, 
why is that kid dancing? There's only one reason. Is he dancing because of his performance? It's because of his resume, his lifestyle? There's only one reason why that kid's dancing. And it's because the father loves him. The father loves him. Now, what's gonna happen in life is, is that you're gonna see people who are dancing on the dance floor that shouldn't be dancing. And you're gonna wanna cut the music and be like, really, come on. But, but I discovered something. I don't know if it's true, I don't know if it's accurate, but, but I, I've learned something with God. If you see someone dancing that shouldn't be dancing, just dance with them, okay? If you gotta like close your eyes like real tight, just, just, just dance with them. You don't wanna be the other guy looking inside. Just get on the dance floor and just celebrate God's goodness, amen? You don't, you don't wanna be that guy in terms of thinking of, of like, come on, really? In terms of fairness of what I've deserved, what I've earned, boy, what a, what a hindrance that would be on our journey with Jesus. See, life comes down to two choices. Life comes down to two choices. You know, you know in, the, in the story about the, the laborers and it talks about this, the vineyard owner, and he goes to, they pay the last group, or the earliest group, the contract group, and when they receive their equal denarius, and, and they express their, their disgust and their disdain, just disdain. I mean, it, this, this is the saddest part of the story. The, the landowner, once he sees the revealing of their hearts, he tells them, he says, okay, take what is yours and go your way. With God, life only comes down to two choices. Either you, you take what you think you've earned, what you think you deserve, or you, you trust what comes from his generous hands. And life comes down to two choices. You know, let's play with this a little bit, okay? If, if I was the contract group if I was the contract group and, and, and I saw what, what was happening, you know, when, when everyone is getting their equal denarius pay, uh, I would just ask them a question. I'm like, hey, let me, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, are you hiring tomorrow? Okay, you are. You are, great, great. Uh, I'm busy all day, but um, I'm free for the last hour, so I'll come back for the last hour. <laughs> Enjoy the kingdom, friends. But you can't even see the kingdom. Why? Entitlement, justice, Fairness, hey, stop for a minute and just enjoy the benefits. Because you can be that guy tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm convinced that God will have you here sometimes. Woo, I enjoy the gospel, I'm blessed. And then he'll have you here sometimes. Really? I mean, I, I, mean, I don't mean to gossip or anything, but... I mean, I know God blessed them and everything, but maybe we need to pray for him. I don't mean, I, I'm just saying, you know? And, and, and you, will be, you will be repeatedly tempted throughout your life. Moments will come, seasons will come, and you're gonna wanna take what you think is yours, what you think is right. I'm just gonna, my whole message this morning as a friend and as a Christian is, is coming in inside of this whole situation. It is don't take what is yours? Don't do it. You guys ever see those game shows where like 
they have like this, this, you know, this person's like, hey, it's right in front of you. You can take what's actually right in front of you or you can actually take what's behind door number one. And there's like this, what are you gonna do, you know? And there's like this consternation, like, oh man, I don't know what to do, you know? It's right in front of me, it's like right there, but you know, it could be a car, I don't know. See, see, see with God, it's, there's always an element of faith. It's unavoidable. And there, there are gonna be times where you can take what you think is yours, you think it's right. I just encourage you, don't do it. Amen? Um, I, what it really comes down to is, do we trust him? I mean, do, do we trust who he is? Let's trust God, who, who, who's given us abundantly, has more than we can imagine. Don't let another day of your life go on about thinking about what I've earned or what I've deserved. I mean, that's a dark and lonely road. We preaching? I think we're preaching right here, right? You know, um, I want you to think about this, you know? Just think about this. I mean, at least think about this. I mean, before the, the owner, the landowner pays us, just think about this. Before the landowner pays us and reaches in his pocket and gives us money, this, let's just first think about who we were before. Let's just think how our lives were before. I mean, let's just think that, hey, I was idle. I, I'm, I was in the, this, this market square of aimless humanity with no purpose, no, no reason for living and, and sucking oxygen on this earth. And there was a landowner, there, there was a vineyard owner, there was a God who said, hey, do you want purpose? Hey, hey do, you, do you want meaning? Hey, do you want to come and join my family? I'll, I'll give you a job. I mean, it's enough to say, hey, God, I'm just happy to have a job. Just be happy, right? I mean, how, how, how liberating would it be if like people around you is getting cars all over the place? And you're like, hey, can I just bring my cat along? I'm just happy, you know, right? I mean, life comes down to, you have two choices this morning. And, and I, I just feel, I, I just feel the Holy Spirit just, uh, you know, I don't want to over-spiritualize things, but I just feel like God's trying to tell me to tell you guys to stay in the vineyard. Stay in the vineyard. I, I'm just, I, I'm pleading with you, you know, you know, as a benefactor of the full-day workers. My life right now is a 35-minute denarius. And, and I'm just encouraging you, stay in the vineyard. You know, college students, high school students, Mom, dad, married, single, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, fellow Jesus followers, friends, don't take what is yours. Don't do it. You know? I just feel like God's trying to tell me to tell you, just trust him. Trust what comes from his gracious hands. Trust what he has to offer. You know, I, I'll end it with this. I don't want to go too long here, okay? But um, the, the last four employee groups in this parable, how, how did they work? Whatever's right, right? Whatever's fair. You know? You're right. You're fair. You're just. And so I'm going to trust God. 
that you're fair, that you're just. I'm going to put justice in your hands. I'm going to put fairness in your hands, God. Like, I, I just want to live my life like one of those four employee groups. Is that all right? Is that fair to say? Might be more to it. I mean, is, is, is it that simple? Like, I just want to live my life where I'm just happy to be hired. You know, I, I, don't, I don't need a contract. You know, the, the contract has been fulfilled. The, the contract has been satisfied. Like, I, I'm just happy to be part of the team. I, I'm just happy to be part of the kingdom. I, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be part of, you know, I'm just happy that I'm healed. I'm happy that I'm saved. I'm happy that I'm delivered. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we need you to stay in the vineyard. We need passion in the vineyard. We, we need focus in the vineyard. We, we need unity in the vineyard. We need to be connected in the vineyard. Life is too short. And, and, and honestly, your people's lives hang in the balance. We need you to stay in the vineyard. Stay connected to God. Trust what comes from his hands. And in Ephesians 3, one of my favorite scriptures, it says, now to him who is able to exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or imagine according to the power that works in us, and him be the glory in the church and Jesus Christ through all generations. Let's trust door number God every time, you guys. To him be the glory forever, forever. And the church said what? Amen. 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 We're, we're, we're going to have the worship team come up here right now. But I just want to leave you with this. You know, Again, we, we need you to stay in the vineyard, brothers and sisters, friends. We need you to trust what comes from his gracious hands. Amen? Thank you.